this week, the Centre for Brain Research celebrates 10 years of world-class brain research. Last week, they launched the New Zealand Sports Brain Bank initiative, which will collect brains from donors who've played contact sport, regardless of whether they experienced a sports-related concussion. The idea is to better understand and clarify the impact of sports head knocks and whether they relate to the early stages of dementia. The team is committed to researching and understanding all aspects of brain disease and doing their part to help those who are affected by it here in New Zealand. One of these is Dr Jesse Jacobson, who graduated with a Bachelor of Science with First Class Honours in Biomedical Science from the University of Auckland. She commenced her PhD researching Huntington's disease. This work won her the McDiarmid Young Scientist of the Year Award. Um, She's been at Harvard Medical School. In 2012, she received a Neurological Foundation of New Zealand Repatriation Fellowship to return to the University of Auckland to help establish a genetic research programme for autism spectrum disorder and other neurodevelopmental disorders in New Zealand, now known as Minds for Minds. We're very lucky to have her back. Dr. Jessie Jacobson, a very good morning to you. Uh, Good morning, Kerry. Good morning. What is it about autism that you are interested in and that the work is focused on? So my research is largely focused on the genetics, which is uh, something we've known to be involved in autism since about the 70s. So we know about um, there's about an 83% um, heritability of autism. Uh, but our wider team, uh, Minds for Minds team, which spans a whole range of different disciplines, focuses on lots of different areas ranging from microbiology, physiology uh, and psychology. So there's a broad range, but my particular area of interest is um, trying to understand that genetic component. Of autism. Of autism, yes, and related neurodevelopmental disorders. Right, and just for the... Anti-vaxxers listening. (laughs) (laughs) Has your research shown any causal link between the vaccinations, MMR vaccinations and autism? So no, I don't look into that, but I can tell you there's no peer-reviewed literature uh, supporting the claim. In fact, there's a study of about 1.3 million children which found no relationship between vaccination, autism or autism and um, components of vaccines. And the tragedy is that that won't make a blind bit of difference, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> just keep fighting the good fight. That's uh, right. So if, if a child is diagnosed as being autistic, yes. does that help to have a label? I think uh, for some families it can. I know, for instance, for our, from our genetic work, uh, when we provide a, a precise genetic diagnosis, it's, it's been really interesting seeing what the reactions are from families. And one thing that I really didn't appreciate was just how much they like having a specific answer and a specific knowledge about why their child is the way they are or why they are the way they are. Yeah. And whether that means they connect with someone you know, across the world via uh, Facebook or social media and they find other families that have that same genetic variant and they can share in the journey or whether that alters clinical management. We've had some cases where, you know, we know people who have a genetic variant and a certain gene all go on to have higher incidences of heart and kidney issues, for instance, so they can proactively screen. Um, And then for others, it's been really great just even things, you know, they might finally qualify for always funding or or some sort of social funding or provide, you know, a more informed route forward, uh, which I think is, you know, these sorts of things you don't discover until you get into the research and really understand, you know, what families value. And sometimes it's just, just that knowledge of understanding why they are the way they are. 
Because it's, I mean, being autistic isn't necessarily a disability, is it? No, no. No, so it's, it's one of these really interesting um, conditions which is just so broad in its clinical uh, phenotype, we call it, or, or um, the way you present in the clinic. And, you know, you can have families that, uh, you know, have kids who are absolutely profoundly affected with intellectual disability who will never care for themselves. And absolutely, for those people, we would love to find, you know, a really significant way to try and improve their health outcomes. Right. But then you've got others which, you know, which interact absolutely fine in society that might just have a few challenges with reading social cues or interaction, and, and they contribute hugely, you know, they, they all do. So it's, it's one of those things that's a really complex um, condition to understand, yeah. uh, but if you can at least diagnose it early and accurately, you can. You can. We know that has better long-term outcomes for those individuals and their families. So we're just trying to help support people where they are in their journey. Yeah. And of course, it's completely optional to to you know be screened. You know, particularly for our research and have your genetics. Um, you know, try and understand the genetics. But absolutely, it's a it's a personal journey for all those involved. I found it really interesting that Anne Hegarty, the chaser. Um, was diagnosed with um, autism. Yes. Yep. No, there's a huge range of really interesting people. Yeah. So is it about money? Like people who are in the um, higher socioeconomic uh, groupings, do their kids turn out better? Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one and probably, probably something that would be a good thing for a clinician to answer. Mm. Uh, I think... We're doing better at um, reaching out to a lot more of our minority communities and better efforts to basically screen wider communities because once you have a diagnosis, obviously that changes your access to care. Uh, but yeah, having having the resources to try and put in place everything you can for your child, particularly when we don't know, you know, there's not necessarily one thing that that fits all. So often parents, you know, are trying to find, you know, lots of different. Uh, they're going to try lots of different things to try and support their child along the way, and that that obviously can cost money yeah. if it's not all publicly funded. So it is a real challenge for families. Yeah. And what does working with the Centre for Brain Research, um, how does that help you and the work that you do? Oh, it's a it's a phenomenal centre to be part of. And in fact, our whole Minds for Minds uh, network was based off the ethos of the CBR, which is really centred around communities, uh, clinicians and researchers. And you know, for this type of research to be conducted, that's I think that's the only way you can really do that. And yeah. it's really instilled in me a sense of, you know, fostering those relationships. You know, we learn so much from the community about what's important and communicating our research. And the clinicians are obviously incredibly stellar and we can try and, you know, work together to understand each other's needs. And it's really the CBR's warmth of bringing all those relationships together and the, the sincerity of those relationships, which really fosters this incredible research ethic which is what you know my research is is based upon and I think it's quite a quite a unique centre to be part of in the world uh, from that Mm. respect. Yeah it's attracting all sorts of people from around the world isn't it? Absolutely absolutely you know it's very well known and and you know Richard obviously does an incredible job of of leading from the front in that respect. Mm. And what do you hope that your research actually will mean further down the track. From what I've understood talking to Richard, it never quite ends. It just leads you down another road. Like you might finish your work, somebody will pick up on an aspect of it and then go down a whole other route. And that's how discoveries are made about um, healing people or improving outcomes. Absolutely. I mean, often you find an answer which, you know, is just 
amazing and you're so pleased you found it but often that answer opens up you know about seven other you know areas of questioning that you, you hadn't even thought of so it's kind of like an ongoing journey and the brain is such a complex marvelous organ that mm. it's it's something that we're constantly learning from but my main drive I guess is, mm. is to try and improve the outcomes for those families so I mean if we can start ticking those boxes whether that be on a and for a personal family, uh, you know, an individual family, or, or from, you know, learning from a, a wider spectrum of how we can help different conditions of the brain uh, as a whole, that's a really positive outcome for me. Uh, and along the way, we're going to learn really interesting biology, and it's going to yeah. obviously carry on. I mean, I think the ultimate dream would be that we would understand and, and cure some of these really devastating fatal conditions. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we've got a long way to go, but we're, we're all working really hard and, and, and enjoying the research along the way and, and learning from families, and hopefully we'll make um, some steps towards that. Yeah, I think there's real work at the moment that the centre's doing, isn't there, on Huntington's, which was your PhD specialty? Absolutely. It's been a, a, a long uh, area of focus for several at, at the Centre for Brain mm. Research, and it's uh, something that's still very dear to my heart uh, and something that I really enjoy um, sort of being on the periphery of still. But absolutely, I, I don't think that's one of the big fights is to try and um, find a treatment for those families, and that would, that would really... Uh, be a huge, huge success uh, in that respect because that's something that um, we're understanding a lot more of the biology about, but we still don't have a an absolute, you know, set in stone treatment mm. for that fatal condition. I thank you very much for your time and great to talk to you, Dr. Jesse Jacobson, Centre for Brain Research Trust, celebrating ten years of brain research.